Hi, I'm Ash Costello from New Year's Day and the Haxons, and you're listening to today's Boondoggle. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this intro before the intro of our today's Boondoggle radio show. Uh, as you know, we're a veteran-owned and operated podcast, and this has been an incredibly therapeutic journey for me as a veteran that struggles with PTSD and anxiety, just getting out and talking to people. But uh, it does cost us some money, so if you feel so obliged to donate to our GoFundMe, we have a GoFundMe under Today's Boondoggle. We also have a Venmo at Today's Boondoggle that you can donate to, uh, our anchor sponsorship at anchor.fm forward slash today's boondoggle uh, any questions comments suggestions complaints you can email us at today's boondoggle at gmail.com and please follow us on our social media sites at, uh, at today's boondoggle on instagram facebook twitter all your uh, social media platforms as well as our youtube channel our rumble channel and our BitChute channel please follow subscribe comment and download and please consider checking out our sponsors. If you uh, support our sponsor, Dream Nutrition, you can receive 10% off your order by using the promo code BOONDOG10 at checkout. So Dream Nutrition, they're a veteran-owned and operated company as well. So please support them and receive 10% off using the promo code BOONDOG10. Thanks for your time and thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's boondoggle and uh, getting to speak with the the living dead girl herself, Miss Molly. How do you pronounce the last name? Rennick? Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, um, usually when I have somebody on for the first time, I like to get a quick background before we get into current events and stuff. So originally, what did you want to be when you grew up? I've always wanted to be a singer. Oh, yeah? And, like, what kind of guided you towards, uh, attracted you towards music and especially singing? I just grew up surrounded by music. Uh, my dad builds and collects guitars, and my parents always listen to rock music around me. So it was just the environment I was in. I think I was just surrounded by it. So I've been singing since I was, like, four years old. Like, I remember standing on the couch singing into toy microphones, like, when I was a tiny child. So that's just been, like, my entire life. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I got, uh, I got two daughters and, uh, uh, my oldest, same thing, you know? Hmm. Um, but, uh, like, was there a particular like vocalist or somebody that caught your eye that you were really like, you know, okay, that's, that's who I want to be like, or. Yeah. My biggest inspiration, especially when I was really young was Avril Lavigne. Oh, nice. Nice. And then, uh, yeah. Cause you're like, uh, they kind of called you that and they, uh, 
in one of the write-ups, I think, like the goth Avril Lavigne or something. Yeah, yeah, the influence <laughs> is pretty obvious in our music. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah, and I wanted to, and I wanted to talk about how I noticed some of that in 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 the videos that I watched. But uh, as you started growing up, were was there any kind of like bands or performance uh, performances you were in before uh, this current project? It's pretty much always been Living Dead Girl, just with a ton of different members. Because I came up with the name Living Dead Girl when I was like 15 years old. I started auditioning tons of different people. And at this point, I've probably had like 20 to 30 different members. But so the two original members that are still in the band today are myself and our bassist, Jordan. Um, so basically, as long as we're in it, it's Living Dead Girl. <laughs> so we like started when I was so I was like 15. Um, I just called myself Living Dead Girl and kept trying to find members and didn't actually end up creating music until I was like 18 or 19. So for a long time, it wasn't even really like a band, but like an attempted effort at making a band. <laughs> so it took a really long time for it to get going just because I needed to find the right people to work with. Yeah. So you already had the vision back then. You just needed to put the rest of the puzzle together. huh? Yeah. Like I had the ideas. I just didn't have any way of like executing it. Like nothing really happened until I like saved up enough money to like go work with a producer in LA and do everything like up until that point it was just like a group of teenagers with instruments in my basement we'd sit there like putting on makeup and taking selfies post them on Facebook and we're like new music coming soon even though we weren't recording anything <laughs> <laughs> nice and like what kind of attracted you to that uh type of uh scene and that type of music like the goth metal type world I just always loved like the darker look like I've always loved wearing like I started wearing black lipstick when I was like nine years old I like bought some from like the Halloween store or something I started wearing it my parents were like oh this is just a phase like she'll get over it and then like that just became my life started dyeing my hair black always had black nails always wore all black and then I started listening to like gradually more and more heavy music like I started listening to like pop punk when I was younger like that like Avril Lavigne some 41 blink 182 kind of music when I was younger but as I got older I started getting into more hard rock and more metal and like, I just kept like pushing it further as I got older until eventually it was like, I want to be a professional screaming singer, like in a heavy metal band. Like I used to think when I was like really young, like I'd sing pop rock music, but then I like started getting into screaming and stuff. And then I like, it just kept gradually getting heavier and heavier until I was like 17. Then I was like, I was even more goth then than I am now. I was like, and same with our music back when I was like 18, like our music was just like pure screaming, like no singing at all. <laughs> So you found like your balance now. Yeah, now yeah. I like to combine the two because I feel like equal parts of my personality are like, I still love like the pop punk music. I still love um, dressing feminine and looking girly and stuff. So I don't like to completely narrow my style down to just one thing. I like to play with different elements of it. And I think that when you take influences from like lots of very versatile, different things, you get a more unique product. So I'm glad that like, it sounds weird when people hear, like, I'm in a metal band, and I'm like, my influences are, like, Avril Lavigne, and then, like, Marilyn Manson. Like, like how do you listen to pop music and metal and, like, make it into one thing? Like, it sounds weird, but I feel like the weirder of a contrast you have between all of your influences, the more interesting of an outcome you're going to get. Yeah, like, uh, you know, we go ahead and get into uh, what I've listened to so far, what I enjoyed, but... Uh, um. I was just thinking too, like, you know, how, so far, how's your throat been with like the, the changes, the transition from the screaming to the, you know, poppy, you know, what do you do for that to kind of protect it? And 
to protect it uh lots of like tea uh lots of honey lemon ginger um and also just like knowing when you're doing it right and when you're not doing it right um like if i'm having a day where it's just not feeling comfortable then i won't push it like if i go to go to band practice and i have a bit of a cold and it's sore i'm like okay today we're not screaming i'll just sing the screaming parts when we practice um like if i've like lost my voice like one time it was right before we filmed the poltergeist music video actually i like I tried to vape and I like burned my throat on it and completely lost my voice for like two weeks. It sucked. But so I knew to like rest it, don't push it. So like the whole day on the set of that video, I could like barely talk. But it's just like listening to your body, knowing like when to rest and when to not push it. Um, but for the most part, like it never hurts or scream like to scream. Uh, it does tire you out. But I think just like if you know how to warm up properly and know how to like when to hold back and when to push it, like you kind of just go by feel. Gotcha. Yeah. And I've been on my girls about that vaping stuff. That stuff's no good for you. Yeah, no, I don't do it anymore. But I, yeah, I did it like once last year. I just bought it and like I breathed in too deeply and like totally lost my voice for two weeks. And I was like, that was lesson learned. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, I'm a singer. I can't mess with that. Exactly. And then um, so how old are you now? I turned 23 next week. Okay. All right. And so, yeah, so my oldest daughter, as I was mentioning, she's always kind of been about singing. She just turned 21 and is like, uh, um, you know, was big in the show choir in school and, mm. and everything and wants to be a singer. So what kind of advice would you give a, a young woman like that? I mean, you've been doing it. You've been set with this dream since like 15 working towards it. What kind of like what have you learned and what kind of advice would you pass on to someone like her? Advice I would give is to be persistent and even, like don't even listen to what other people say take it with a grain of salt because for years I had people telling me I sucked I was horrible I was putting videos on YouTube and to be fair I did suck back then that was before I got professional vocal training and like I couldn't I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket like I did suck and I would just confidently go and perform places and get the experience and keep trying I'd post videos on YouTube and kids at school would bully me for it um, but I just stayed persistent because I was like, no, I want this badly enough. Even though I'm not good at it now, if I keep trying, I will eventually get good. Um, and everyone telling me I sucked didn't bring me down enough to make me even think for a second, okay, maybe I should rethink this or maybe I should stop. I actually used it to motivate me. The more that people were like, oh, I don't think you should be a singer. You're not a very good singer. Even like my own family was like, are you sure you don't want to try something else? Because you're really not good at this. But I used that to motivate me because I was like, this is just pushing me to try harder, to practice more, to seek help from a vocal coach. Like, so you just got to be really persistent. Like if you want it badly enough, like practice, 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 spend all of your time. Like you got to like fully dive into it. Um, Cause if you, yeah, if you don't use it, you lose it kind of thing. And your voice is a muscle. So like once you get to the point where you're good with the muscle memorization, like you'll sound good pretty much every time. Like, that sounds like kind of like a weird thing to say, but like I always tell people, like, once you find the sweet spot of where your voice sounds best, you just keep naturally coming back to it. Nice. Yeah. I, good answer. I love that. I'm definitely going to make her watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. So getting into the, you know, what I enjoyed about uh, your video, I was checking out, I checked out Exorcism and um, it was like, you know like I wanted to ask like what what it was like to make that it starts kind of like you know all like Linda Blair brutal and then uh you know then it gets poppy and fun and then you know scary again and then there's cheerleaders and then there's like perfect pizza neon signs and stuff mm -hmm. like that so what was that uh whole concept like putting together that video was so much fun to film because like I said before like I have 
kind of like different sides of my personality like part that's feminine part that's more like metal rock and roll whatever you want to call it um so making that video I got to play with all the different things that I enjoy doing like I love horror movies I love the gore makeup I loved that video was awesome because I had like the white contacts in which I couldn't see a thing I was completely blind filming that video but like everyone who would look at me on set would be like okay you're freaking me out like don't look at me like having those in and people trying to make eye contact with me was just like freaking everyone out so like I had so much fun doing that because like I love Halloween and stuff I love scaring people I always do crazy gore makeup on Halloween like one year I did like a heart falling out of my chest so like I love freaking people out so I had so much fun doing the horror scenes and then we got to the cheerleader scenes where like I have my hair up in pigtails I've got pink streaks in my hair like pink nail polish on I designed all the cheerleader outfits myself and had them custom made um then we were working with a choreographer and it was my very first time working with a professional choreographer aside from beauty pageants um so it was my first time actually like working on dancing so I learned the dance moves like five minutes before we started filming and it was so much fun um so I got to like play both sides I got to be like scary Halloween spooky horror stuff but I also got to like work with backup dancers and like a cute little outfit so it was just like so much fun because it was everything I enjoy rolled into one video and then filming the band scenes too with like the guitar was really fun because that picked up on like my pop punk influences I was like okay I'm gonna learn how to play this song on guitar because I don't play guitar on the album or anything so I like learned how to play exorcism on guitar and I like bought the pink guitar just for the video like I put a lot of my own creative vision into making that music video happen. So like that video was really fun for me to make. Oh, it was, it was really fun for me to watch too. I mean, it came out great. And like, Thank you. like I said, the whole like uh, homage to the original exorcist with, you know, Linda Blair and the head spinning and you know, all that was, was great. And I wanted to ask like, so um, you're a big fan of, uh, you know, horror movies and stuff like that. What's one of your favorite Exorcist movies? Well, is it cliche if I just say The Exorcist? <laughs> I do love that movie. I think the first time I watched it, I was like 10 or 11 years old. So it was like one of my more early introductions into the genre. Um, I also really love movies like The Conjuring series, um, like Annabelle and all of those, because they're more modern I do like the older horror movies but for modern horror movies like as far as those go I thought that series was excellent I do love the original Poltergeist movie as well I'm trying to think off the top of my head because admittedly I haven't watched movies in a long time you've been too busy <laughs> making way stuff too happen. busy <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah I mean the, <laughs> yeah the original Exorcist I mean I was a kid I think when that came out too and it, it just like you know that's one of those things that just like really freaks you out because it's like for me you know I was kind of like raised in a catholic home and stuff like that so I was just like you know this stuff is like legit this is like more real than you know you know Fred Krueger and the, you know all the slasher movies and stuff to me it was just like you know it was like scary kind of you know like okay I better be my best and you know <laughs> spiritual warfare the devil's gonna get me and possess me you know yeah I always thought the paranormal horror movies were scarier than the slasher ones like I like Halloween and those ones but I don't know I think like the demonic stuff is just scarier yeah for sure yeah I, I agree 100% hey baby this is Double D also known as Dream Daddy and I gotta tell y'all something about our new sponsorship here at today's Boondoggle and the name is Dream so if you're looking to empower your human vitality, well then you come to the right place. 
with over 12 years of combined experience in cannabinoids and terpene products, dream nutrition products include CBD oils, patches, proteins, and so much more. The endocannabinoid system is believed to have involvement in regulating physiological and cognitive processes, including the immune system, appetite, pain sensation, mood, memory, and in mediating the pharmacological effects of cannabis. Support this veteran-owned and operated company today, and today's Boondoggle fans will receive 10% off their orders when using the promo code BOONDOG10 at checkout. That's B-O-O-N-D-O-G-10 at checkout. So go to the link. That's dreamnutrition.com forward slash discount forward slash boondog10. And remember, dream is not spelled like dream daddy. It's spelled D-R-E-E-M. And start saving today because you deserve to feel your best. And you know that's right. So tell them dream daddy and your friends from today's boondog sent you. Uh, I also like with checking out the uh, live uh, music video, and that was, uh, I guess, done a while back then, huh? That was yeah. like, was that your first uh, music video, yeah. or it was our first video, yeah? Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty sweet. Now, when you guys connected with, like you said, you had to like really work hard to get better. You went out to LA with a professional. Uh, recording and, and and vocal vocal coach and everything like that like uh while you were out there did you start connecting with like people in a label like how did you get to what where you're at now where you guys you know have this good uh production backing you up for the videos and getting ready to go on tour and uh and the album we actually don't have a label everything has been entirely self-funded by myself <laughs> which has been oh, yeah? really difficult but like like to record our album, I literally moved back in with my parents because I said to them, Hey, I need to raise like tens of thousands of dollars to go do this myself. Like, can I just live in your basement for a bit? And then for each video, like I would just like waitress like 60 hours a week and like, like make tons of tips. Like people don't quite realize that when you're like bartending or waitressing, like you can actually make like a couple grand a week just from tips. So like I would work like 60 hour weeks and just like save up all my tips and be like, okay, we're going to make a music video with this. Like I need 20 grand to make a music video. So I'm going to work this many hours. And I would just like totally push myself to like do everything myself because we don't have a label or anyone that's just like handing us money saying, okay, here's your budget, go do this. So since everything's been entirely self-funded, it's like, I feel even more proud of it because like I own everything at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I made it all happen. Um, and I also just love that I don't have to ask anyone for permission to do anything. Uh, like with yeah. recording our album, even with our producer, Mitch, he said it was kind of nice. He usually does work with labels. Um, and he said, but working with an independent artist, he said, like, at the end of the day, it just matters if you like it. You don't have a whole boardroom of people who need to approve of it. So, like, I kind of liked having that creative freedom, especially for our debut album, because I didn't have to say to a room full of people, like, OK, what do you think? And then get everyone's opinion. I literally just got to do whatever I wanted with it. So like now we have an agent, a publicist, and like a booking agent, a publicist, and a manager, but we don't have a label. We're still like totally independent. Wow. And that's awesome. I mean, you're talking about all that work you put in to to raise your self-funded and the hustle. I mean, the the drive. It's usually the 
people like you with that desire and, and, and drive, they're the ones that, you know, usually are the most successful. So that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. It's like I said earlier, it's like, if you want it badly enough, you like got to fully commit to it. Like I reached a point where I was like, this is my life and I don't have a backup plan. So I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So what's like the creative process usually like then for you uh, coming up with new songs and ideas? And you said you even designed the, the cheerleader outfits and, you know, what's like your creative process coming up with these ideas and I get ideas completely out of nowhere. It's actually annoying. Most of the time that I get ideas, it's like when I'm driving, like sitting in traffic on the highway or something. So like I'll have my phone like hooked up to the GPS or something and I'm not going to touch it obviously because I'm driving. So like I'll quickly be like, hey Siri, open notes or open voice memos. And I'll like get it to write down lyrics or like I'll record a voice memo of myself like humming a melody line or something. Cause I always just like come up with things completely out of nowhere. Like I never like, if I sit down and try to force myself to come up with something, like nothing will come. But, like, if I'm in the middle of doing something else or I'm busy, I'll be like, I just wrote an entire song in my head. I need to quickly write it down. And sometimes I don't write it down and, like, then it's totally gone. And I'm like, I had, like, half a song written. Where did it go? Yeah, I had but, the next stairway to heaven. What happened? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, sometimes it just, like, disappear. And I'm like, oh, I guess it couldn't have been that good or I'd remember it. But, like, I just pretty much always have ideas for music videos, for photo shoots. Like, my brain just, like, never stops. So, like, my phone, I have, like, 600 notes in the notes app i'm just like always writing things down i have like 10 journals of pages full like i at this point i have enough songs written i could record like five albums like it just never stops like i'm just like such a hyperactive person my brain's always going and like i always have an idea for something no i can relate i mean you catch me looking down i'm looking at my phone notes right now i'd write all my interview questions down and each little separate notes and stuff so yeah it's good you don't have a pen and paper on you like I'm glad that we have something handy to like keep track of everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, uh, you guys are going to be, you know, uh, the exorcism tour getting ready to kick off here. You're going out with uh, fate destroyed. Have you uh, had a relationship with this band before this? Or? I've never actually met them, but I know our manager, Jeremy is friends with their lead singer. So when like our booking agent was putting this tour together, when he said like, Hey, I got fate destroyed for it. I was like, Oh, this is awesome. Because like I have mutual friends with them. I've already heard of them. And I know when you look up living dead girl on Spotify, when you go down, like when you scroll down to where it says fans also listen to, they're like the first band that comes up. And so many people who have been responding to the tour announcement on social media have been saying like, Oh, I love both of these bands. I already listened to living dead girl and fate destroyed. So it actually seems like a perfect pairing to put us both on the same bill because it seems like, so many people who listen to one of the bands also listens to the other one. Like there's just so much like mutual connection there that it's going to be a really good tour. Yeah. You guys are going to be coming to uh, my neck of the woods here in Ohio. Uh, You'll be in Akron and get the Vortex on April 29th and then also be in Toledo, Ohio on the 30th. Um, And so hopefully I'll make one of those dates, check you guys out for sure. But uh, is there, with getting set for the tour and everything like that, uh, you know, promoting the new debut album, I mean, it's been out for a little while, but like getting actually to play the songs live, is there like one in particular you're looking forward to really taking the stage and playing for a live audience? I think my favorite song on the whole album to play live is Dirty Liar. Uh, Something about like the riff and like, just like, 
how like groovy that song is it's really easy for people to like headbang and like fist pump to and everything and it has like the chanting parts in it so like that song of all of them I think like gets a crowd going more than anything even though it's like not a single or anything that song just like was designed to be played live so I'm really excited to like play that one to a room full of people because we haven't yet nice and then um like we we kind of touched on it like at the beginning but now you're getting ready to make like a big move here um internationally now you're where are you at right now I'm in Toronto, Canada. Okay. So you're going to be moving out of Canada. And uh, where are you heading to? I actually just got a house in Florida. Okay. That's a nice big change, huh? Very, yeah, very big change going from snow to palm trees. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I said, I'm in Ohio, so I'm like stuck dealing with the with the, with the the snow. But I got a lot of family and friends down in Florida. So someday I'll get down there. Very but... excited not to scrape my car off anymore. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, with all the stuff that was like recently going on up there in Canada, I'd be like wanting to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't get out of here quickly enough. I'm like, I can't even play a concert here. So I'm just gonna move to the States. Yeah, I mean, you want to be a touring musician and stuff. And mm. that's not really the place for it to, to thrive at the moment. So yeah, we welcome you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then, um, like what personal goals did you, uh, you know, do you have for yourself now going forward? I mean, you guys had a pretty kick ass, like 2021. I watched your one little TikTok thing too, about everything that, you know, the, the covers of the magazines and the putting the album together and the single and the videos. I mean, you guys have accomplished a lot in 2021. What do you, what do you want to do in 2022 and beyond? 2022 and beyond I'm hoping for more music videos because shooting music videos is my absolute favorite thing to do um but the only reason I haven't right now is because like I said it's self-funded so I'd love to make a video for like every single song but I gotta work towards that but I'd love to do more videos more touring uh get some more singles on charts because that was really exciting finding out that Alive was on a billboard chart like I started crying I was so excited um so more charts more magazines more touring. I definitely want to play more festivals because we've only ever played one festival so far in Canada. It was just like a pretty small one, but we have one in Orlando on the 23rd of April. I think it's the 23rd called Earth Day Birthday. And like, we're playing with like Motionless and White, Blackville Brides, Ice Nine Kills, Godsmack, Three Days Grace, like so many big bands that like, like when my booking agent like sent me that confirmation email, like I just sat there with like my jaw hanging open for like a good five minutes. I was just like, you're kidding, right? Like, Motionless and white, black tail brides. Like, if someone told 13-year-old Molly that this would be happening, she would have, like, bawled her eyes out. So, like, the chance to play with more big bands would be amazing, especially bands like Motionless and white stuff, who I even grew up listening to. Um, so just, yeah, like, more more of everything we've done so far, like, more of that and bigger. <laughs> nice. And then what's, like, something that you feel like uh, that you could still improve and learn from? I feel like I still could improve and, uh, and learn from both my vocal, my vocal performances and uh, my songwriting, just because like I started all of this so young, I feel like as I get older, I can only get better. Like even seeing a huge dramatic improvement from like a year of singing lessons, I was like, okay, hey, if I got that much better in a year, like imagine how good I'll be when I'm 25 or when I'm 30. Like, I feel like 
like there's no limit to how much I can improve. So I just keep pushing myself because I'm like, I want to know what my new limit is. I want to know how much bigger my range got now. I want to see if I can write an even better song than the song that I thought was my best song. Like I constantly think like, okay, like I haven't peaked yet. Like how much better can I get? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Definitely love the attitude. Um, so I want to ask you uh, some of the questions I normally ask guests that I have on. Um, who would you say your top three bands are? To like just listen to or like to see in concert or? Yeah, like, the, I mean, your favorite band. So either either or. Uh, I'd say Motionless and White, Star Set, and Hailstorm. Nice. And then um, is there a particular song that you feel has inspired you in life that's like a go-to whenever you're like you need something to, extra to pick you up? I would say I'm With You by Avril Lavigne. Nice. And then uh, three people who've inspired you and you can credit for making you the person you are today. Oh, that's hard. Um, Avril Lavigne, obviously. Um, this is going to sound totally random, but Walt Disney is one of my biggest idols. Um, so Avril Lavigne, Walt Disney... And who would a third one be? Probably Lizzie Hale. Awesome. And then um, what was your favorite toy as a child? Barbies. Barbies. Or stuffed animals, either one. <laughs> and then are there any causes or organizations that you support that you would encourage other people to check out? I do. Yeah. I actually have a fundraiser going on right now for my birthday next week. Every single year I raise money for my local animal shelter. Uh, Cause my family alone, we have five rescue cats and one rescue dog. So we are huge animal people. And since, you know, five cats and one dog's already enough, I can't really keep adopting. I just keep donating to the shelter. So I still feel like I can help somehow. That's great. And then, um, were you a big, uh, uh, fan of wrestling or MMA? I'm not. No, I don't watch a single sport. <laughs> no. All right. And then, um, so if, if, uh, you know, uh, people are like hearing about you in my audience for the first time and want to check you guys out, learn more about living dead girl, try and catch you when you come through town or maybe buy online something to support you guys to, you know, help you achieve your dream and, and make more videos and all that stuff, where would you send them? Uh, livingdeadgirl.ca. Okay. That's our uh, official site. And it has the tour dates, links to tickets. All of our videos are there, streaming links, all of our merchandise. Like, everything is on that one site. Awesome. Great. Well, hey, Molly, thank you for your time. I really appreciate uh, talking with you, with especially with all the stuff you got going on, you making the time for us. And uh, Looking forward to you guys coming coming through tour here. And uh, real quick, like one last favor before I let you go. You mind cutting a promo ID for the show? Yep. Yeah, just introduce yourself and you're listening to Today's Boondoggle. Today's Boondoggle. Okay. Hi, I'm Molly Rennick from Living Dead Girl, and you are listening to Today's Boondoggle. Awesome. Molly, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks and good luck with everything. I keep that attitude because uh, you're going to go far. Thank you.
July 15th, 16th, and 17th with Core. Disturbed. Breaking Benjamin. Evanescence. Papa Roach. Lamb of God, Seether, Falling in Reverse, Three Days Grace, I Prevail, Black Label Society, Theory of a Dead Man, Avatar, and many more. Wake me up, wake me up inside. Incarceration, July 15th through the 17th. Three days of nonstop rock. The historic Ohio State Reformatory. All passes on sale now at incarceration.com. Inmates. Same thing happened to the day of his wedding. <laughs> oh, when he got married. Uh, the, day, the day of his wedding. Al Whelan. It was Al Wheland. We had just come back from Puerto Rico, our first trip to Puerto Rico. Al got, his wife took the photos up, the film up to the photo mat. She picked them up, and her daughter had the winter formal. They comes home and throws a pouch on Al's chest. He's laying on the couch looking at it. Oh, his daughter, this is pretty. So the wife goes into the kitchen. She comes out with holding the photos and slams them down on his chest and goes, explain these, and drops it on his chest. <laughs> it's a nudist colony in a tropical resort having a Halloween party, and this chick has a coin slot written on her, or drawn on her belly, five cents for a ride. I mean, a guy in the shower had a cowboy hat and two six six guns. Yeah, it was just like Jim Hughes. Like, <laughs> like, and he had two two girls lathering him up. Al's going, I'm praying to God I don't see anybody. And he comes oh, in a yeah. photo of Hughes and goes, shit. <laughs> I showed, I that showed, that could be, that I, could be. I showed Louie that, that yeah. all those pictures. And I go, hey, Louie, this is our last AT. And he's looking, he goes, where do I join? <laughs> Yeah, that would have been a great group. Yeah, those are yeah, recruiting officers. Oh, that was a short demise. Speaking of the girls, she started hanging out with that cheese yeah. or whatever.
thank you for listening to another story time from the VFW Hall. Brought to you by today's Boondogger. listening once again to today's boondoggle radio show please be sure to check out our website domaincle.com or today's boondoggle.com for more shows and check out our archives follow us on social media at today's boondoggle on facebook instagram youtube and twitter for more information about this podcast and please support us on www.anchor.fm forward slash today's boondoggle as well as on our GoFundMe and Venmo. Be sure to subscribe, comment, download, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, and all the other podcast platforms out there. Please email us with any questions, suggestions, and comments via today's boondoggle at gmail.com. Leave us some five-star reviews and help spread the word. Thanks again for listening. For tuning into this week's today's boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news and information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for supporting, sharing, and tuning into today's boondoggle.